Well, hello there, and welcome to The Creative Goddess Show with me, Charlotte Jenkin. Here we will talk about creativity, personal development, and becoming the best version of you. It's Charlotte. I'm back with another episode of the Creative Goddess Show. And sadly, it's our final episode of the mini series all about helping others with your creativity. And last but certainly not least, I am speaking to Katie Toby Grinley today. And it's a really exciting episode because I've actually known Katie through the Female Entrepreneur Association. And I just love talking to her. She is so passionate about what she does and we always have a really good laugh. So I think you'll really love this episode. She runs a business called Business Wonderland and you'll hear more about it in the episode. So uh, I will get started and you can start delving into all of the goodness and start feeling super, super inspired. So let me know what you think. Don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Creative Goddess Club when you're listening to the show and sharing your key takeaways. That would be so, so amazing. Right, I hope you enjoy it. Take care. Hello, so amazing to have you on the show. I'm like, I've wanted to have Katie on the show for ages, but like, you know, we've just got round to it now and um, I've known Katie for a while through FEA. Um, we've 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 had some fun times haven't Absolutely. we Katie yes a lot of laughs <laughs> yeah a lot of good times for sure oh god yeah it's amazing um so I guess we'll just delve a little bit we'll we'll, we'll press rewind and we'll go yes. back to before you started your business what, what what was your life like then so at so i i always say to people like i sort of had this like midlife crisis when i was 25 um i had gone through the whole university thing and going to get a corporate job using my university degree and actually it wasn't all cracked up to what it was meant to be um i didn't feel myself i felt like it was just stuffy and like you just I, I like I I was one of those people that used to love to hang around like the printer or the photocopier because like that's where like you had all the chats and got all the gossip but like obviously I couldn't make like uh, a nine to five of like hanging around the photocopier and the printer just waiting for someone to come and give me the gossip do you know what I mean um so I yeah. decided at the age of 25 that I was going to go and join the Royal Navy it's actually something that I wanted to do and was interested in doing when I was 17, but I kind of thought, no, like I need to go to university and, you know, that that was the normal route. Um, so, yeah, I joined the Navy um, when I was 25 um, and I don't think I was quite sure what I was getting myself into um, so, yeah, I, I did that for a few years. I I enjoyed some aspects of it, but overall I didn't enjoy it. Um, so right. I I only stayed in for a few years, and I was very lucky that they actually allowed me to leave 
earlier than what I was supposed to leave. <laughs> well, that's that's good that you got to leave yes. early. Like, yeah, because I know they're quite stringent, aren't they, with the years you're supposed to like serve yes. in the navy. Yeah. No. Yeah, that must have been tough for you. Like, I guess not knowing that it was what you actually wanted to do like when you were there and you were kind of like wanting to go yeah but, like that kind of period of time must have been like quite tough for you to to go through like what were you thinking when you were in the navy and you were thinking like i want to be do i want to be doing something else what were you thinking that you wanted to it do it was really funny because i actually thought that when i um was in the navy i wanted to be a teacher i thought well i've got a geography degree um i don't know what else i'm supposed to be doing um so i thought actually at the time that i was going to leave the navy and become a geography teacher oh geography yeah. teacher well that is interesting yeah. you know what i'm kind of getting like geography teacher vibes <laughs> from you i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I mean, I think it's a good thing. We had this really cool geography teacher at school and she was like, she was loved by everyone. Yeah. She was like a little bit quirky. She had like quirky vibes going on. And yeah, everyone kind of thought she was, she was like really funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, not like a boring geography yeah, teacher. Yeah, no one wants a Definitely boring not. geography teacher. No, no, no not no. <laughs> Someone needs to be able to get excited about um rock formations and <laughs> oh my god i know i mean the, the, i think the thing is like we changed our geography teacher and i mean i was just not interested in geography at okay. all and that reflected in my grades and i was like i'm dropping this as soon as possible. yeah whereas i was <laughs> like oh my god i love geography it's like the most amazing thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. love it geography that's that's one thing i've learned about you today i did not yet know you love it geography, charlotte so. and still get excited about a good rock formation yeah oh my gosh i love that i love it <laughs> what's your favorite kind of rock oh, <laughs> sedimentary that's a great great question do you know either the 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 most exciting rock that I've ever found, I'm really sorry for anyone listening because this must be so boring for you, but I was on a <laughs> geology field trip to in the Lake District and like we all had like these geology hammers and we were all just basically smashing up rocks for like a week. It was the most amazing thing. Um, and wow. I can remember finding this rock, it was sandstone, but it was blue, yellow and red. And everyone was really jealous of me and no one could tell me like what it was other than like different colored sandstone. And it was the most amazing thing. And I can remember like taking like the most enormous piece home with me. And it's probably still somewhere at like my mum's house. <laughs> I need to go and find it. Yeah. should i need to see this yeah. rock it sounds like the best oh it was rock the best ever. rock ever yeah yeah i mean if it yeah. hasn't like like disintegrated because yeah <laughs> this is a conversation i did not expect to have no, I'm loving I, didn't, it. I didn't imagine I'm loving this it. podcast to to go this way if i'm honest <laughs> no but you know what creativity kind of kind of feeds into that I think like having this multicolored rock yeah I mean 
it, it was like creative of you to yeah. find rock, I feel. Yeah, no one so, else found it. Yeah. No, so. Just me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what happened after you managed to um, you know, leave the Royal Navy? You were kind of thinking, right, what do I do now? Yeah, so it was really funny because as soon as I left the Navy, um, me and my well then partner, now husband, um, we got a black Labrador puppy called Bertie. Oh. And I my my um overall thought was that I was going to be able to like get some sort of part time job where like I would work mornings or afternoons um and um yeah it was basically or like or something that I could like take Bertie with me because thankfully like I I live like in between Bristol and Bath it's on the edge of the Cotswolds everyone's like you know into the animals around here so obviously I I looked for something and I couldn't really find anything um that like I really wanted to do and of course everyone else wanted to take their dog to work with them so like the jobs just went like really fast so um one of my friends I said to me like Katie why don't you become a dog walker like you and Bertie then can spend all day every day together and up until that point I had never actually thought about running my own business at all like it hadn't even entered my mind which is really crazy because actually like my cousin auntie and my nan all had their own businesses so I wow that's so interesting yeah Yeah. but it just didn't come to like me to think to do that for myself sometimes it doesn't no sometimes these things don't occur yeah. to us <laughs> I think as well like I was just following the norm it was like it was the norm to be employed mm. and like that's what all my friends were doing none of my other friends were like running their own businesses or talking about you know wanting to run their own businesses it was all like they all had corporate jobs yeah and that was like the measurement of yes. success well I know in Manchester when I got my job um for the first time I was like whoa like I stepped into the building and it was like it was like yeah. shiny and exciting yeah. and you know everyone was wearing suits and it was like <laughs> it was it was so it was so like different to me um and I think yeah people do tend to measure sort of how they're doing in life on like you know getting yeah. a job and that kind of thing so yeah for someone like you in that position I want to start my own business but you don't have the people around you who are also doing that kind of thing as well so you you, that must have been quite difficult for you to stay focused on what you wanted and and like believe that it was like the right thing to do as well yeah definitely because I felt like obviously I was taking this huge risk and obviously I was being surrounded by like my friends who were like doctors lawyers teachers (laughs) (laughs) what I like what I used to call back then like proper proper like employment proper like grown-up jobs yeah no yeah that's 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 a lot isn't it it's a lot yeah yeah I'm, I'm similar with my friends yeah that kind of feeling of like am I going in the right yes. direction by yeah. doing this it's like literally like not even anyone my family had, had been um an entrepreneur it was it was totally new 
to me to have that idea to, to just kind of go on my own. I thought I, I actually used to think an entrepreneur was someone who had to actually invent something that was completely different to what existed oh. before. So I I didn't think you could actually start your own business unless you had a yes. new product or something. <laughs> which which is weird to me now. But. That's so interesting though that that was your take on what an entrepreneur was. It's it's a weird thing to think now because I see so many um just doing so many different yeah. things but like yeah like I just thought it was about it was about like products really um more than anything else and I also thought you needed to have like piles and piles of cash to invest mm. in a business to begin with so I and I've always had this like you know working class background mentality of like well you know I don't have extra money to invest in things so there's no way that I could ever start my own mm. business um until obviously I discovered like the online world and what you can do there but yeah, it's interesting. What yeah, we think. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what happened then when you decided you were going to do dog walking? Um, how did you kind of get that going? Like, get traction? Yeah. So I literally like did a ton of research, like what I needed. Um, like so, in terms of like getting insurance and I knew like I needed a website and social media presence and this is when like social media wasn't like it is today because this was back in like 2011 so like Instagram wasn't even invented at this point and so yeah I was like oh I I know I need a website I need a Facebook page researched like all the insurance that I needed and was kind of like okay I've got everything that I needed and like when I was I was literally telling everyone like anyone and everyone that would listen to me like I'm doing dog walking now by the way if you want your dog walked like let me know yeah, it was the very end of 2011 and I was like, oh my God, why is no one calling me? Like, why, why does no one want me to walk their dog? Like, I don't get it. Like, I just thought like, because I had this shiny website, a Facebook page, and I was telling everyone, like, I was going to be inundated um, and it was just like crickets. And oh I was like, oh, okay. So I I was just like doing research because obviously I literally had nothing else to do because I didn't have a job. Um, but I was very much in need of having to make money because literally like I had a very small pot of savings left and obviously a mortgage to, to pay. So I looked into um like marketing and then i found like marketing your business on social media and i was like oh my goodness this is exactly what i need like i don't know any of this because obviously i had used like facebook to like upload my photos of like nights out and like friends weddings and travel photos because that's how we used facebook back then do you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> Um, so I had to actually learn how to sell myself and my business. 
So I literally used the last of my savings on learning all of this. And thankfully it paid off because six months later, like I was completely fully booked. I was taking bookings for like a year in advance. And yeah, and then like all the other dog walkers who I'd, who I'd obviously made friends with, because, you know, we all see each other on a day-to-day -day basis, was asking me like, oh my goodness, Katie, like, how have you done this? Like, you know, feel free to pass some clients my way and stuff like this. So then it got to the point where the other dog walkers were paying me in drinks or inviting me around to dinner at their house to like take basically take all this information out of my brain so they could use it in their business as well <laughs> wow oh my gosh yeah. so you literally went from like scrambling around thinking like i need to make money in this yeah. business right i need to make sales i've got bills to yeah. pay to you know them inviting you around yeah recommending you to other people yeah. and actually wanting to know more about what you know and your like your yeah. knowledge in, in walking it's yeah amazing. definitely <laughs> and it was interesting because although like i was teaching them everything i knew like i i very much had the I guess like I was brave enough to try like new things and to put myself out there. I mean, the, the content I put out like at the start of my business, like is like I look back at it now and it's massively cringeworthy. But like I, I can see as well, like over over the years that I did it, I just got better and better and better. But I was just brave enough to like put out what I thought needed to be put out and not care if it was perfect or not but and yeah i i was willing as well to try things i i was that was the thing like i was always trying new things and going yeah. okay is this going to work let's try it oh i'm gonna put this post out and see how it does or like do people relate to this and yeah that that was that was literally the very beginning of it wow yeah, I think it's important what you say there about being being willing to put yourself out there when you start a business yeah. because it is scary. And the problem is that if you are too worried about being perfect, then you just don't take action and then nothing's going to change, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing's going to happen if you're not willing to put yourself out there. Um so were you were you like exhausting all of your existing like social media channels then were you just kind of like posting on all of them or were you did you say you were just focusing yeah i on... literally was just speaking on um facebook i had a facebook page like i said in oh, instagram facebook, yeah. didn't even exist back then oh no it didn't no didn't, <laughs> so yeah. yeah so i was just using facebook really and then i think about and then i think I was either 2012 or 2013, I think 2013, um, a friend of mine convinced me to get on Twitter and like mm. I put it off for ages because I was like, oh, how can a local dog walker like use Twitter and oh my goodness, I was like, my opinion about it was so, so wrong because actually that's where like it then led me to like my my next journey by getting on twitter 
because it allowed me to network with people from all over the world and I was meeting other business owners, other business owners were, who were having the same problem as what I had when I started my business. And I think as business owners, like especially those who were in the pet industry, like they set up their business because they've got a love of animals. They want to help people and their animals. And actually, they, they don't think about the selling, the marketing or any other aspect of the business other than like they want to be able to help animals serve people and their animals and and that's it so i started up a uh, a twitter chat hour they were they were all the rage back in the day everyone had a twitter chat hour um so yeah i had a twitter chat hour it was called woof woof wednesday and we used to meet every wednesday 8 till 9 p.m and anyone could join in and it was just a place to talk to other businesses within the pet industry and also to promote yourself so I was very much like you know this is a place like if you've got something to sell like this is your platform like go for it you've got all these people from all over the world like go for it and there was just such a reoccurring theme that people in the pet industry just did not know how to market or sell themselves so mm -hmm. I that's when like my next journey began and I was helping people in the pet industry like as a side business with their social media so I was still doing the dog walking and I was also doing like this side hustle of helping people with their, their with their marketing amazing yeah. Wow. So you just naturally like transitioned into this new yeah. area based on Yeah. Yeah. Um, all all based on experience. Have... Yeah, because I was gonna say, like, so yeah, there's there's people in the pet industry yeah, who are struggling with the sales and marketing side, they have a passion, they want to yeah. help, but you know, it's that side of it that they were struggling with. Um would you say that you had more of a knack for the sales and marketing side to begin with? Is that more of a thing that you naturally kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think I naturally enjoy selling. So yeah. um, I can remember like being at my auntie's shop and being so excited when a customer walked in because I would like, I'd be like, oh, can, can, can I be on the till if this customer buys something? <laughs> And I'd be like, I'd love like punching in all the numbers for, you know, for the all teal and like taking, yeah. the, taking the money and giving the change. It was like a real, you know, like when you used to play shops when you were a kid, like I actually had like a real life shop to play with <laughs> and it was amazing. But I, yeah, and I always saw selling or being of service that never to me felt horrible or like uncomfortable it always like gave me that buzz and I think that was because of when I was young like being in my auntie's shop like being really excited to push these buttons on the till oh I love it <laughs> so cute I love it yeah no yeah it sounds like you really yeah you just kind of have this love for yeah. the sales and like you say it's, it's I think it's a great thing to to, to yeah have that feeling of like you're giving you're giving service yeah. you're you know giving value to others and you know never feeling like it's 
wrong like because a lot of people have this thing like oh you know being salesy and stuff like that and it's kind of like no like you're you're providing something and you know if if people like it they they will want to buy it like that's okay (laughs) but it's I suppose it's easier said than done with a lot with a lot of people like in business as well when they're starting out as well it's quite it's it's a, it's a tricky a tricky subject. Yeah, sales. and I and I think as well, like with selling, the the most important thing is actually listen to the person who is stood in front of you. Like, there's no point having this whole sales patter. Like, like every client is different, and I feel like that yeah. is so important. If you have like this sales patter or this sales script that you work through, it's all well and good. But that's when I think it feels like horrible from both sides. Like, for example, as well, like I I recently went to um, a window, like as in house windows showroom. Oh, yeah. And the like I said to the sales guy, like, look, I want new windows. I need new windows like that is what i like i also want a front door i want it that color like i knew exactly what i wanted like i'd done my research but he went through the whole sales script of like oh our windows do x y and z and if you go to a competitor you need to look out for this or this and it's like i'm not looking at competitors it's like i'm i'm looking at your your showroom i'm in your showroom like what and I was I, I was just like what's the next step like how can I get someone to give me a quote like do you yeah. know what I mean but he wasn't listening to me he was like no. oh no I need to go through this whole sales routine and I was like mate I could have saved you like half an hour <laughs> Oh my god i think i've been through a really similar experience before actually um i think maybe in the recent months i can't remember exactly what it was but yeah they're kind of going through this yeah. thing and i was like dude i just want to buy yeah <laughs> yeah and I, I i think as well like when people are so focused on this whole self script and whole like oh you know I, they need to have all this information it's just like well actually not everyone needs to have all the information like everyone is very different some people yes they they will need a lot of information some people have already made their minds up and they just want to be able to buy from you in the quickest and easiest way that's it it's about making it easy as well yeah. like yeah i think sometimes it's just overcomplicated. Yeah. And- yeah and some people they <laughs> make it really overcomplicated. but actually like really i think we we all love buying things we all love really being sold to and we're being sold to on a daily basis probably without us knowing and i think like that that is great to me yeah Yeah. i love it literally this morning like um a clothes shop like pops up on my facebook ads and like some lovely trousers and i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> it was just like i'm straight yeah. on it and i was like oh yeah i need i need trousers i need these trousers for the summer i was like basically just like spent about half an hour just like <laughs> just like looking at all of these clothes it reminded me that yeah you know i, I just really wanted the stuff and yeah that's just the beauty of it but like it obviously yeah yeah we're just we're always being yeah 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 like like, there's times when people are really pushy and it's like oh well if you buy like if you buy this product oh you really need this product 
And it's just like, well, yeah. like, do I actually, do I actually need this? And I think it's when people are inauthentic and they're, they're pushing you for the cell, like that's when it feels horrible as well. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I'm, I'm definitely someone when I buy, I like to consider yeah. it for like, the thing is, I'll know probably in my gut that I should buy it, but it takes a while for the gut to connect with yeah. <laughs> the brain. Um, so I just kind of need that reassurance that I have like a bit of extra time to kind of mull over it, like maybe over the weekend or yeah. something. But really, I've probably made my mind yeah, up. Yeah, of course you have. It's just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you, but your your process is to go away and think about it to make sure like you you are like 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and exactly. I think it's I'm quite I think it's when as well mm. like people don't respect that because not everyone can yeah. make that decision like on the spot. And no. then again that that to me is when someone's giving you as well like false urgency to buy something that's when it feels really horrible. And if like to me now if anyone gives me false urgency like I I walk away. I'm like yeah i'm i'm out like that to me doesn't feel good yeah. and it's like if this this is the start like you've got to think as well like it's usually the start of the relationship whether you're buying something from the shop or from a business owner it's like the very start of the relationship and if you've already got that icky yeah. feeling at the start of the relationship like for me it's like well how, how is this going to pan out exactly yeah yeah, first impressions count definitely yeah. with sales for sure. And yeah, people like to know that they're in like a safe pair of hands. Like it kind of feels like you're not safe. Yeah, we want to know like that we have made you. the right decision. Exactly. Yeah, I'll never forget yeah. that I got on a call with someone and she told me how much it was to work with her. And I was like, well, actually, I'm not comfortable spending that amount of money. And then she she then questioned my own morals and it's just like, oh, well, what are you going to do instead? And I was like, yeah. Oh. And then when I said to her, well, actually, I don't have this huge amount of money to be able to, to, be able to give to you because it was a huge amount of money. And she was like, oh, well, like, could you ask, like, someone to lend you the money or could you, like, remortgage your house? And I was like... Uh, no, 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 I'm no. not going to do that. Oh my yeah. God. No. no, I had a similar experience. You, you literally just, I, I had a feeling you were going to say what you were going to say. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my gosh, similar experience. Yeah. yeah. Quite a lot of money compared to, you know, what I was actually yes. earning at the time. Um, and it was kind of like, well, what are you going to do instead? <laughs> yeah. And I was like oh <laughs> I wasn't expecting yeah that. yeah it's like it, I felt like they were judging me because I had said no but to me if someone says no to me it's not a, a no forever it's a no perhaps not yet or perhaps like we're yeah. both not a good fit for for what they want but I would rather have people who are like yes I want to come and work with you than like oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to come and work with you because I've got no other option and I've just, like, put all this money on a credit card. It's like, no. Mm. Like, how horrible does that feel? 
it feels horrible yeah and I think yeah definitely if I get that kind of questioning towards me about my decision and you know that that does not sit well with me and automatically I'm just like yeah yeah that person has literally (laughs) lost me when they start questioning my choices yeah now that's that's really interesting to hear because I have spoken to other people who've had similar experiences to that. Yeah. So yeah, um, no, really, really good chat there about sales. I, I had a feeling we'd be talking about sales because I know that like it's something you know you're really passionate about. But like you know, it's good it's good to hear like how you think about sales yourself mm. as well, and because I think that really helps um, you know the way that you do your sales, like how it, it molds your process and. Um, I think you have like such a great approach to sales and it's, um, yeah, it's really, um, it's just really, really interesting to hear more about it. So um, as we are moving into your next business, yeah. so where you want, well, oh, sorry, did we, did we talk about your so, helping, pe- helping pet yeah, owners? So it was my side hustle we had got to and yeah I think a couple of years later it just totally taken off and I was trying to balance like these two businesses and it was getting like harder and harder basically to to balance um because at this point as well I had got another dog (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah I kind of I wanted to be more at home so um it was it was really funny because in 2018 I kind of like rethought of like what I wanted to do as a business and who I wanted to help and actually I just didn't want to be in the pet industry because I felt like I was getting the like the same questions over and over again which was great because it was really easy for me to answer and to help people but actually it wasn't giving me any challenge there was no variation so I decided in 2018 to um help um women in business with their social media marketing and their content and I closed down my dog walking business I closed down my other marketing business and kind of literally started from scratch again at the end of 2018 oh my gosh (laughs) that makes me a little bit sad inside because I know like you know because it's kind of like it it must have felt quite tough for you at that time to kind of break away from something that you were so familiar with yeah definitely and just and we're starting yeah the hardest thing actually (laughs) was telling my dog walking clients that I that I wasn't like you know doing it anymore and I I wrote them all letters I wrote every single one of my clients a a personal letter and it, it was quite good because obviously a lot of them weren't actually home when I used to go and get their dog so I could just leave their letter and I can remember one one of my ladies and um, she was home and I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting you home. And she could see this letter in my hand. She was like, oh, is that for me? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I'm giving up dog walking. She said, you were just going to leave that and run, weren't you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
and actually we had the most wonderful conversation um it you know she she was a lady who was um in her late 60s early 70s and we had this wonderful conversation of actually just doing you know things that really fill our heart with passion and you know these uncomfortable things are very short and temporary but actually like we have to do these things for the, for the long term and like it was really it was really um unfortunate because as well like this lady i used to walk her walk her dog on a friday afternoon so she was like the last letter i had to give out i'd literally gone through all this uncomfortableness for the whole week and i was like literally wish she had been like my monday morning client and i had i would have just been like skipping like going woo woo to all these letters going <laughs> it's just uncomfortable for now um but yeah she she gave me like a lot of great advice about like really just going for it and doing what makes you really happy i know so in a way that was quite sweet really that it kind of ended with that on that note like even though it's like a tough conversation to have you know you're kind of stopping something that you know it's helping people in such a big yeah. way and you've developed these amazing relationships but you know she's saying to you yeah it's like you know you gotta you gotta do what you're passionate yeah. about and couldn't be more yeah. true <laughs> obviously um yeah so so you you just start you you went foot foot all in on helping female entrepreneurs yeah. with their yeah. social media yeah. And how did that go in the beginning? Um, so it was really tough because I was literally starting all over again. It was like new social medias, new email list, everything was starting all over again. But of course, like I had already done it previously and yeah, it took me quite a while, like to find my stride again. And then I felt like then we got hit by the pandemic, which didn't help. Because I feel like I felt mm. like I was just really getting into my stride again and things were going really well. And then actually the pandemic, like my business just went absolutely crazy because of course everyone was trying to get online. And then, yeah, I just feel like that was like a total head spin, like 2020, if I'm honest. And I feel very lucky and fortunate, like, um, you know, so many businesses really struggled and mine was the opposite. It was kind of like everyone was trying to get online. Everyone was needing help with their social media and their social media content. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a bit bonkers, really. Wow. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, so yeah, because as you're starting that business, then people are Wanting, wanting to get online yeah. more, you know, people are starting on, uh, businesses because they want to work from yeah. home. And even though the pandemic is kind of easing off a bit now, I mean, people are obviously still wanting to run those businesses yeah. like that they started yeah. during the pandemic. And I think more and more people are realizing the power of the online world. So, you know, being in the area that you're in, helping others with their social media, like that's that's a really great place to be mm. really, isn't it? At the moment. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel really lucky as well. Like I took that chance on myself because obviously 18 months before I was still dog walking. Yeah. So I felt like it, like I'm so glad I did it. And I, I just went through that really uncomfortable stage because 
if I was still doing that in 2020, I would have lost, like, I would have lost my business completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it was meant to yeah. be, really. It was all. Sorry, just kicked my microphone over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I feel no, like right? it was totally meant to be. And. Yeah, I would just feel so lucky that I I guess I took that chance on myself and kind of just, yeah, took the leap and go, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, like, when you have a gut feeling that something is right for you and it's, you know, not necessarily something you act on straight away, but it's kind of, like, niggling away at you, like, in your mind and you're you're just thinking about it and thinking about it. It's definitely something that you have to act Mm. on. Um, so I was like that in my business, like with them, um, like creative goddess club, I was, um, well, I was, I was trying to make my travel blog work during the pandemic mm. <laughs> and it was just really, really tough. And I just felt like, I don't know, I guess like it is a bit of a mindset thing too. I was, I was posting a lot about travel, but it just felt like it was just crickets. And yeah. Crickets. Cause no one <laughs> and, was thinking about travel. And, Exactly. Even though people were like dreaming yes. of travel, oh, they there was lots of dreaming missing. about travel. <laughs> lots of dreaming, yeah. <laughs> so, like, literally one day I was swimming, and it was like, "What can I help people with?" You know, I was thinking, "Oh yeah, I used to work in a corporate job, and I started a blog, and I've done all this amazing like creative stuff, and it's really helped me." change my mindset and it's helped me become happier more fulfilled and I was thinking oh that makes yeah. sense you know maybe maybe I should be tapping into that mm, a bit more yeah <laughs> so it's funny isn't it how things come to us and yeah it's great that you listen to yourself and really went for it because look where you are yeah. now and what you've achieved and um yeah it's just amazing that you went you went through that transition yeah it's always uncomfortable of course it's definitely um because you're, you are starting from scratch you're kind of like yeah. this is what i'm doing now yeah. guys yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i I'm, I'm glad that you you took the leap with that um so what you do now in your business business wonderland love the name of Thank your business you. it's a great thing <laughs> <laughs> um what do you love most about it? I love that I have so much freedom within my business. I also, I never had that freedom when I had my dog walking business because I had to be at a certain place at a certain time. I didn't have that freedom when I was in the Navy because like the, the Navy would be like, we could be like, oh yeah we're everyone's going on weekend leave and that was the Thursday and then it'd get to Friday morning and be like oh yeah we've cancelled weekend leave it's like yeah great so I had like no freedom then and obviously with a corporate job like it's Monday to Friday nine till five so I think for me this is what I love the most it's the the freedom the flexibility and like actually if I wanted to go away for the week I can literally take my laptop and work from wherever i think for me that is the greatest thing about this business for me amazing yeah Yeah. you can't really put a price on that freedom no like it's it's so precious time time is our most precious commodity um 
like money is great money is yeah, important of it's, course. it's great but for me for me nothing will be the freedom yeah and that's it exactly. actually that's why like i never talk about income or money in like any of my messaging because i feel like a lot of the clients that i attract are a lot like me like to me it, it, to, to them and to me it's all about the freedom and what you can do with a business that you love but also has so much flexibility and yeah. I was actually talking to this as well with one of my um, friends who, who we met through like the online business world. And um, we've, you know, we've met each other a few times. We've been like to London, to Toronto, to Malaga. And she was in my hometown like for such a short amount of time. And we were like, she was like, can you make can you meet me for lunch on Thursday? And I was like, uh, yes. And it's like, what other, like, you know, business like allows you to do that or other job allows you to do that. And like, for me, that is why I do it. If a friend calls me and says, I'm in Bristol for like 24 hours, can you come and meet me for lunch? I'm like, yeah, you bet I'm there. I, I never want to have yeah. to say, oh no, sorry, I have to work. I love that. Yeah, you never want to say sorry. I have yeah, to work. yeah, and that can, that can be applied to so many scenarios. Yeah, and like to me, that is uh, that to me is better than talking about any sort of monthly annual income because money's great at the end of the day, and money does give us a certain amount of freedom. But being able to run a business that you love and gives you that freedom and flexibility to me is absolutely priceless. Yeah, it, it really is. And yeah, I know what you mean about like not talking about money so much in the messaging, like because for me, I was, you know, I was earning decent yeah. money in my corporate job wasn't amazing like but it was it was pretty good like I could go on holidays you know stuff mm -hmm. like that but I was waking up with anxiety every morning mm. worrying what was going to happen on that day worrying how I was going to be judged how you know I was going to be perceived like I was just worrying so yeah. much all the time and it was making me feel sick and like, I just wasn't feeling like I had the, I didn't have freedom really. Like there wasn't any freedom in that. Um, freedom, I guess, in, on a deeper level from my yes. emotions, but then also the physical kind of freedom um, to just kind of go, yeah, like let's meet up for lunch. And that's what I love doing too. Like friends have messaged me and I've been able to say, of course, yeah. like, let's go, let's have, let's And it's the up. best feeling, and isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, and I think having a business that actually you love running and that gives you um, a sense of fulfillment and you, you're able to do something you're really passionate about every day, I think that in itself is also a priceless feeling, which again, you know, obviously money is important, but it's, it's that kind of those kind of feelings that you actually just can't put a price on and that actual, um, just like physical yeah. freedom that you can have. Yeah, for sure. Um, ignore that. It's a delivery. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a bit loud. Anyway. 
um yeah so yeah love that um in terms of like how you help others in your business like through um like your creativity like what's the what's the best thing about helping people on social media like what's the best feeling that you give i think it's clarity because when they have clarity everything else falls into place I, yeah. I I think that is the overall like thing that I love helping people with. It's actually getting the clarity, clarity of who who it is that they are trying to attract, who it is they want to work with, what like packages or offers they're going to give someone, and then clarity around their social media content, uh, clarity around like you know the strategy they're going to use. Uh, clarity around like okay how how's this going to look in terms of sale because once they have all of that clarity like that is it they they have like the complete tools yeah that's so yeah. true yeah i think clarity is like is such a huge thing to gain in your business because it essentially helps you unlock so many other yeah. things and um like I help my clients with their clarity on their business too. And it's, it's not the easiest step to get mm. through because there's a lot there. Like there's a lot of clutter. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I think I should do yes. this or I, I think, um, this person's doing this. So that means yeah. I should do it too. <laughs> and it's kind of like, no, yeah. And that's don't... the thing as well. Like we have to yeah. remember like our businesses are unique, just like us. It's like we're we're not yeah. like any other person on this planet. So therefore mm. our businesses don't have to be the same as anyone else's. Exactly. Yeah. If everyone was the same, it'd be very Oh very my goodness, boring. it would be so and... boring. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of personality shine through for sure in our business. Like I think um it's quite obvious sometimes when you see people trying to be like 100%. others. And... Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, well, is just like when you let your personality shine through, that's when I think you really find your people. And also it's okay if you like repel certain people as well. And that's totally fine because actually you're never going to enjoy working with these people anyway. And when you, I just feel like when you are 100% yourself, it, that is when like you attract the right people. I, I've been like, I can remember being on like a group call and I said something or did something and this person basically like rolled their eyes out loud to me and I couldn't stop laughing on the call and everyone was like, Katie, are you okay? And I had literally just seen like this, like I had literally just seen in action me repelling this person. And I just thought it was actually the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I love that you reacted like that. Honestly, though, I like... just thought it was so funny. And I was like, okay, like I, like that's not like, okay, I, I know that, you know, whatever I said or whatever I did, like, you know, isn't, isn't for everyone 
but it was it was really funny because then like after the the conversation after the group call I spoke to like the person who was who was leading the call and like she actually picked like picked up on like that thing that I said and she thought it was like amazing and it was awesome and I said oh I can now tell you like why I was laughing and like she couldn't believe it and yeah it was a whole like whole thing so yeah it's so interesting and I just think as well like people are going to judge you as well like on what you say so you might as well just say what you want to say yeah definitely and I think like you say you know someone rolled their eyes at you, <laughs> like in front of yeah, your face yeah. I mean, and it wasn't just like an eye roll it was whole, like a whole like face pull as well which I think just like really tickled me it like really like appealed to my personality that that person like reacted that badly to me <laughs> I think like they say though, you know, celebrate when someone unsubscribes, yeah. you know, those kind yeah. of things, like, because it actually shows that you're stepping into yes. who you yes. authentically are. Yes, 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 exactly. And like, it, it's fine, like, if people unfollow you, like, unsubscribe, and it might not necessarily be about you either. You may say something that's really triggered them because, you know, they haven't got... Uh, enough courage to do what you're doing and what you're talking about or it triggers them because that makes them feel sad that they wish they could do that and 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 they can or that they've finally like realized oh actually I need to stop being this person I need to start being this person so actually currently what I'm creating is actually completely wrong and I need to like go down a completely different route yeah, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. yeah, I just think as well, like, no, actually, when people are uh, on follow or unsubscribe, it's rarely actually about us. It's it's usually about the other person. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I've never actually thought that, you know, like, some I could be, like, triggering yeah, someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. Thank you so much um, for being on the show. Oh, today. thank you so much for having Honestly, me. Honestly, it's been, it's been, like... Yeah, just so insightful, and I've learned even more about you than I knew before. I feel like we've covered so is... much, like from rocks to like unsubscribing. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. This is this is why I love like speaking to people on the show. Like, I just I love I love just letting the conversation yeah. flow and see where we go. Yeah. With it. Um. So yeah, thank you so much. Um, is there anything you would like to share with the listeners in terms of? Um, anything you have on offer at the moment or any links for them to go and check out? Uh, Charlotte. So I always uh, am hanging about on Instagram. Um, so you can find me uh, Business Wonderland. If you spot the, the blue um, grid, there's lots of like um, light blue graphics and photos. That is the right account um and if you feel like you're stuck with your social media content um then i do also have a monthly membership where i hold uh people accountable on a weekly basis uh we all sit and write our social media content together 
and I answer any social media content questions and we do little trainings and any updates because Instagram seems at the moment to give us like 10 updates every single month. <laughs> um, that's called Engaging Content Club and you can find that over on my website, businesswonderland.co.uk. Amazing. By the way, I've heard a lot of great things about your membership. <gasps> no way. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard you're smashing oh. it in there. So, yeah, it sounds amazing. I definitely want to join at some point because um, I definitely need that accountability with my social media. It's a, uh, it's it's a it's a work in progress. Yeah. Someone <laughs> but, someone yeah. um on one of the calls said um uh oh, oh I've like I've noticed this correlation that when I plan my social media content I make sales and I'm like yeah yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. That, that's that's great feedback, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That is that's that's what you want to be hearing yeah. for sure. Exactly. And I'm not telling people like they need to plan out a month of content. Literally, we have calls on a Monday and a Wednesday and you can literally plan your content out for, for the week. That's that's it. Fantastic. Yeah. So great that you've you've started yeah. that membership Just now and yeah, you're trying to make it super easy yeah. for people because I know social media it, you know a lot of people aren't fans of whereas yeah. i absolutely love it so <laughs> <laughs> hoping to spread a bit of joy and a bit of positivity to you know so people can enjoy social media and yeah just really reap the benefits because as business owners i want absolutely everyone to succeed yeah definitely yeah and social media is a great place to yes. do that it's just make you know give, giving it that commitment and giving it a chance as yeah well. not not just trying it once and thinking it doesn't work exactly and, yeah yeah no and having fun like you say having yes. fun is, is, is the yes and allowing me yeah. to be your biggest cheerleader as well yeah and i know you i know you're very good at cheerleading very good cheerleader thanks charlotte <laughs> yeah always, always cheering everyone on it's amazing yeah i love it okay well thank you so much thank casey you. um I hope you have a lovely day and it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. So what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, check out creativegoddessclub.com for more goodness. See you next week.